Well, Chiefs Kingdom, your Kansas City Chiefs take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for its week four matchup on Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a good one as this will be the last time Patrick Mahomes gets to face Brady. So Mahomes versus Brady number six, I believe. It's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys all are. We're going to preview that game. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome you all to the Kingdom Connect podcast. This is a Kansas City Chiefs podcast. Here with your host and producer, Eric Lupartis, certified health and performance trainer. Hope Chiefs Kingdom is doing very, very well today. We're recording this episode on Thursday, September 29th. I believe it is episode 28. Yeah, it is episode 28. Man, we are just rolling with these things, man. It's crazy. I honestly don't even think about it anymore. Just get these episodes out. And honestly, I'm loving every bit of it. Um, you guys can go ahead and follow me at Biggie KC. That's Biggie KC on Twitter. You also can find me that on Instagram. Um, uh, I also have uh, the podcast at Kingdom Connect. That's Kingdom Connect at uh, on Instagram. I do not have a Twitter page, just Instagram. If you guys want to go ahead and give it a follow. Um, on all on all your audio platforms, you can go ahead and uh, give me a rate and review if you guys can i really would appreciate that uh try to shout this podcast out if you can i really would appreciate that too um just trying to get uh more views and stuff like that i i try to do the twitter uh for it but it's just a lot i have um i have a business that i also have a twitter page for that oh, not twitter i have instagram um i also have linkedin i have so many uh social media accounts i can't even keep up so I had to limit myself, didn't really want to do Twitter because, you know, I mainly tweet for my personal one and I didn't really want to get into the whole uh, podcast one. And I tried it, but I wasn't really getting much, you know, follow or much interaction on it. So um, just the Instagram page, if you guys want to go ahead and give that one a follow, I would appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, re not review, preview this next game. And we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday night football. Um, obviously, they just announced today that the game will officially be held in Tampa Bay. Um, I don't think that they really got, apparently they the Bay never really got hit like that. I mean, it might have a little bit, but I think they're probably more in a tropical storm right now, uh, more than anything. Um, the worst was a, really yesterday. A little bit the day before, and it was uh, mostly in like Naples and like, um, oh gosh, uh, I'm 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 blanking. I'm Fort Myers, you know that area, you know, which is a little bit. I be, I don't know if it's more if it's south of the bay. I'm not sure. I I don't know. Um, but regardless, you know, and a lot of islands near got hit. I mean, it, it was, it was chaos. I mean, Hurricane Ian was, was hard on a lot of people. And, you know, I hope and pray that everybody was able to, you know, just try to seek shelter and try to be safe. You know, it's crazy. You know, I've never been through a hurricane, so I can only imagine what it's like to try to experience, uh, to experience that, uh, disaster. 
Um, but yeah, no, the game will be played in Tampa Bay. Um, so I don't know how their, their field conditions are stadiums looking like, I assume. Okay. Um, probably just rained on a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean, we got Sunday night football. It's our first Sunday night game of the year. Uh, I think, uh, we have a sour taste in our mouths. Um, I know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do cause they, they're coming off of a loss as well. Um, but I think there's a bigger fire on this team. Um, you got to think about it. A lot of the players that are on this team um, went to the Super Bowl. Well, I wouldn't say a lot, but, you know, Wiley was there. Kelsey, Pat, um, Clyde, um, McColl, et cetera, et cetera. Colin Saunders, you know, Mike Dana, all those guys. Frank Clark, Chris Jones. I mean, they all they all remember that night. I I remember it. It's something that you know. It, it sucked. It really did because we got our asses kicked. We did, and it was bad. Um, that's what happens. You know, it's what happens when you you don't have a strong front. You know, and the the if it's whoever is about winning in the trenches. That's what it comes down to, and. They won the trenches, obviously. Um, but yeah, that I think that has put a, a bigger fire under our team. Um, also coming off the loss last week to Indianapolis. Um, so I, I think this is this is Mahomes is gonna have to come out and really, really prove something. You know, I know week one he balled out against Arizona. Well, Arizona blitzed you over 50%, which is unheard of, which is blasphemy in going towards you. And basically, he just had no respect for you, so you ate him up. But, you know, there was some struggles in the Chargers game. Obviously, we prevailed and won. But then this game, there was a lot of struggles. You know, I... You know, I've been watching more and more of the all 22 and stuff. And, and I can even go back to the first, you know, the first drive. It was like second play. You know, you had Clyde wide open in the flat and you just didn't hit him. And you had Kelsey even pointing directly at Clyde. You know, and there was there's quite a few plays that were like that, you know, and 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 a lot of it, it wasn't just on him. I think play calling wasn't the best obviously and I'm not trying to and I'm not trying to review that game we've already reviewed that if you haven't um seen that episode yet you know go ahead and go back and watch that it was the last one um but yeah we're gonna go ahead and uh try to preview this game so uh I think that the Kansas City Chiefs had a little bit more of a fire uh since that the game is not going to be held in Minnesota which is what the um the the site that if we were to go somewhere else, if Tampa's conditions weren't as good, if they weren't ready for the game to be there, um, then we would have went to, um, we would have went to the, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Then we would have went to Minnesota if, you know, the game were to be held somewhere else. I guess that's where the, they wanted to play because the Vikings are playing, I think they're playing the Saints. I could be wrong, but they're playing in London. Uh, maybe the Panthers. I can't remember. They're playing. So I know it's the Vikings. So their their stadium obviously was available. Um, but anyways, um, 
Tampa Bay, they're coming off of a loss against Green Bay. And uh, their offense has not looked good either. You know, I mean, we obviously, we looked fine week one, but weeks two and three, weeks two and three, there were some struggles, but their offense has not looked good at all, all year. And I'm, I'm not the one to ever count out Tom Brady. I just have never been about that. I mean, I, I will admit there's been times and I've paid for it, but as of recent, I've never counted that man out. The only time I ever legitimately recently counted him out is when I pulled for us in the Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, you know, I didn't think that he would get there. But anyway, it did. It happened and it is what it is. Um, But their offense has not looked good. And part of that is because of their battered offensive line. They um, uh, their center, Ryan Jensen, is on IR. Ali Marpet, who the, who was a good guard for them last year, a consistent guard, he retired unexpectedly. Um, and I think losing Arians has a I also has a big part of that. Uh, their left tackle Donovan Smith, he also was hurt. He's questionable. I don't even think he I mean I don't even know if he's going to play. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't really read the report on their on them so far. I'm kind of just going off what I what I've seen. Um Let me let me trying to pull up their uh What's going on right now? So yeah, um, Donovan Smith's questionable, and you know they had, and then their backup, which was uh, Josh Wells, he went on IR, and so they're down to their third string, Brandon Walton, and then um, Aaron Stinney, their left guard, went down, and now they're down to their second string, uh, their second string left guard. And like I mentioned before, uh, Ryan Jensen is hurt. So they're down to their second string center. So they have like three different starters right now on their offensive line. Julio's been hurt. Chris Godwin's been hurt. Perryman's hurt. Russell Gage is questionable. You know, jo- you know, it, it, they're they're battered. I get it, and it, like I th- like I said before, I think I think Arians stepping down directly, you know, because it, you know he was the head coach. Now he's in the office, and I'm not saying he doesn't have any input. I'm sure he's down there in the practices and chatting and stuff like that. But I'm sure he's a lot. I'm sure Byron Leftrich is now really him and Brady are really commanding that offensive side. At least they're trying to. But when you have when you lose a a mindset like Arians has, and I Arians, I I consider him. I would not consider him Andy Reid, and even though he beat us in the Super Bowl, I would not say that was because of a master game plan that he had. We all know that they benefited off of the master game plan that Todd Bowles had. And they capitalized on, you know, just mistakes eventually happening by the defense. You know, 
and it was what it was at that point. Um, but no, I think with Arians not being there, that certain mindset not being there, and again, like what I was trying to say before, he is a top. Uh, he is one of the best offensive mindset, you know, coaches. He's a quarterback whisperer, one of the quarterback whispers. Blah blah blah. You know, he's he's worked with top quarterbacks before. He's won Super Bowls, obviously. Um, but, you know, I it's just that, you know, and maybe maybe there's a lot of the off-season stuff or off-field stuff with Brady, you know, with him, you know, being absent from camp. And I'm not going to try to speculate on all that. This is not – I shouldn't even be even getting this far into all that, but – Again, you know, with all the rumored off-season, I keep saying off-season, off-field stuff, you know, you don't know if that's playing effect in his mental state. Or, you know what, maybe just the fact that he doesn't have any reliable players around him, he just does not feel comfortable playing at the moment. And you know what, his scapegoat Gronkowski retired. He doesn't, and he doesn't have an, a guy like Edelman that he can fall back on. He doesn't have any receivers right now that he can fall back on. He has Mike Evans, but Mike Evans is, I mean, Mike Evans is still Mike Evans. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not good. He's still really good. Um, he's coming off of, uh, that one game suspension. He'll be back. So that's, that's good for the, that he'll have Mike Evans back. So, um, and you know, Fournette has, you know, Fournette hasn't really been, you know, himself as of late, they haven't really been able to get him through a rhythm. And again, I think that's because of the, you know, whole offensive line. Excuse me, switch. Um, And I, you know, it's just, you know, I'm not trying to get too much on their side. I want to focus more on our side. Um, But there's going to be a little bit of a chip on their shoulders, like I mentioned. Um, Their defense is really good. Um, still their top five defense, their pass rush is good. Their secondary, mm, their secondary to me is still a little iffy. I think they just benefit more off their front, you know, but if you can get the ball out of your hands pretty quick, you know, then I think you can probably work your work your way around that secondary if you can get past that you know that front because they do their front their front four is crazy um or their I should say front five because you know they they do run a three four um if you want to consider the the that outside backers part of the front you know now they rush four primarily because they'll be in like their their sub packages but you know, if they're in a base, they have three down defensive linemen and two outside pass rushers. Um, and then you have your two middle backers, which is and those two are insanely good. And they are one of the best tandem linebacker duos in the league and at Levante David and Devin White. We have Levante David, who's just a who's just a, a freaking freak nature field general who can just is just Mr. Reliable, you know, can, he can cover certain certain plays. He, you know, Kelsey mentioned in his podcast that, you know, he, he can cover a bit. But I think that he held Kelsey a lot in that Super Bowl, a lot. Like, I mean, he bear-hugged him a lot in that game. But, you know, the, the Super Bowl, but it, it is what it is. Um, 
what I was going to say. I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, had a long day, long day, Chiefs Kingdom, long day. Um, but Levante David is a, you know, freak field general and Devin White, he's just a freak of nature athlete, you know, and just fast, you know, and you can just ask him just, you can blitz him. That's what he's really good at. He's really good at blitzing, you know, running downfield, uh, making those crazy hits, you know, you could probably send him on the outside a little bit too. You know, and they blitz Levante as is they they blah, 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 sorry they um, blitz Levante David as well. Um, I I trying to get their that one pass rusher. Yeah, their their weak side guy Joe Tryon. You know he's 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 pretty good. Joe Tryon's really good. Um, Shoyika, I don't even know how to even say that other part of his name. Um, Akeem Hicks is questionable, but, you know, I, I think that I read up that he may play, so uh, they should have him. Shaq Barrett's done a lot of talking. I don't know if you guys saw that Chiefs Kingdom on any of your social medias that apparently our offensive line is the same line that he's that from the Super Bowl. It's not. Personnel, no. I mean, Andrew Wiley, yes. Andrew Wiley is he is playing the, the same spot that he played in that Super Bowl. Now, our line has struggled the last few weeks. I am not going to deny that. that spe- specifically the tackles. Andrew Wiley, more better than Orlando Brown, but the tackles are have been struggling. And it's, it's caused the interior to have some issues. Um, but I, they're not the same offensive line from that Super Bowl. They're going to protect Mahomes a lot better. And I think they have a chip on their shoulders too. And they do, you know, I'm sure the narrative, they know the narrative that about Mahomes not having the best blocking in 2020 and they, and then they obviously, you know, way better blocking in 21 because the overhaul and I'm sure you know based off how we've played the last few weeks they want to come out and they want to smash that 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 Buccaneers front in the mouth you know I have really been pulling for Orlando Brown but he has struggled he needs to really pick it up this game I'm really I'm really really gonna eye him a lot um you know it's it it sucks when that happens sometimes, but it does. It happens. Um, but he's with the whole contract situation. It's not looking good. Um, as far as our offense goes and how we need to attack this, and I've and I've said this plenty and plenty before. We need to take what the defense gives you they're going to run that deep cover two where you cl- and they're going to run a lot of little disguises where they're just going to you know maybe show maybe show a little man but then back away um and just they're going to cloud they're going to cloud the the deep the deep patterns and it is up to Mahomes to realize is it worth trying to 
throw the ball downfield, which I'm not saying he can't do it. He can. He's done it plenty before. But they're the defense, man, like defenses don't they 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 don't they're trying to take away the big play. And we don't have the same receiving core that can kind of can kind of manipulate like deep coverages and get past that and get the big play. We don't have Tyreek no more. So sometimes, you know, passing it out to the flat, you know, for like a, you know, quick 10 to 11 yards is not that bad. And I know he knows to do it. He knows what he needs to do. I'm not sitting here trying to over criticize Pat because he's not the issue is he's not. It's a collective effort. I think play calling has not been the best the last few weeks. And I and I and maybe maybe it's Andy Reid being like, I do not want to show anything in September. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's been trying to get away with, you know, basic uh, game planning and, you know, similar plays that we ran last year before he really starts getting into like, you know, the more shorter routes, more, you know, like slants, you know. Slant route is not that hard for, you know, to run. You're utilizing your body as leverage to catch the ball because you're essentially boxing out. You're running a slant and you're boxing out whatever defender's right there. And, you know, you, there's no cheap shots anymore. Like, like you can't get you can't get clapped by a linebacker no more. You know, they'll get a personal foul. So they're not going to try to come up and hit you like that. Um, you know, some may, but at the same time, most won't because they know the rule. And, you know, or run like, you know, some, you know, quick stick routes or, you know, seams or something like that. If you're going to run a deep route, just run like a quick, you know, a little bit up the seam, you know, screens. We ran one screen against the Colts and it worked and we never ran another one again. That's how you beat cover two. You have to make the coverage come underneath. They're playing deep. Now, now at the same time, I don't know. I, I can't remember if Todd Bowles runs any cover four. I, I, you know, if he does, it may be rare. I mean, he he's just going to run that deep, that cover, that soft shell, um, that shell coverage. And with the with the cloud. Uh, cloud around the uh, deep the deep patterns you know that's what he's going to probably most likely do and it's going to come down to Eric Bieniemy, Andy Reid, Matt Nagy and Patrick Mahomes developing a game plan that hey this is what we're going to do because this is what they're going to show us now hey they may surprise us and come out and play man he may say you know what they don't have Tyreek Hill no more and I don't, and you know what? And I don't think the receivers are that good. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and trust my corners to man press these receivers because I don't believe that these receivers can beat man press. Which some have struggled. Um, when we have seen some man, we've seen, we only saw, we saw a lot of man obviously in week one. But then week two, it was a mixture. Week three, we hardly ever saw man. So, you know, it. we're going to have to 
just see what they what they come out in and just make that quick adjustment. I think the issue that I that I have with this team is that the adjustment does not get made quick enough. And you know what? They have said, oh, well, we make adjustments. Well, I don't see them because I see Mahomes still trying to press down the field. You know, and I don't know if that's because he's just not doing what the play's designed to or, you know, it, it's just, again, him trying to move the ball down the field. And he's a killer. He wants to, you know, he wants to cut your heart. He wants to, you know, eat your heart out. He basically wants to pull it out. And he wants to go for the kill shot. I get it. We've done it before, you know, but there's, there's, it's called evolving and he's, he's going to do it. It's still the beginning of the season. I believe in him. He's, he's going to be good. And I think this, I think this Sunday, I think our front, our line, our line can block their front, but I don't think their line can block our front. At least to the effect of where they would want their pass rush to go, you know, versus our line. I think our I think our pass rush is far more superior than their offensive line. Now, Tristan Wurfs, awesome right tackle, really good right tackle. Shaq Mason, eh, he's a veteran right guard. Um, he's been in the league for a long time, though. Um, and again, it, the, Brady's been uncomfortable. He's been pressured a lot. He's been sacked. And that's the biggest thing. Spagnolo knows how to draw up a game plan against him. The biggest thing is we have to have a disciplined secondary. A disciplined secondary that can hold the guys down. And we can get pressure you know, Spags is going to probably dial up some blitzes. That's okay. As long as we're getting to them, you know, it seems like we've been trying to sneak the uh, the nickel blitz with Sneed. We've done it the last three weeks. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Spags most of the time does it every game. But, I mean, it's worked last. We've sacked Bur. Well, not Burrow. I'm sorry. Why did I say Burrow? Oh, they're playing tonight. Cincinnati and uh, Miami is playing tonight on Thursday night. Um, but uh, we've sacked Kyler Murray and we sacked uh, Matt Ryan with uh, with a nickel blitz uh, sending Legereus Sneed. And that's he's really good at that. Um, we do have to take advantage. We have to take advantage of their secondary. Their secondary is not good. So again, intermediate routes, you know, short crossing patterns, you know, nothing too crazy. Maybe throw a deep shot every now and then. I honestly, I, I could feel like Todd Bowles can go either way. He's either going to say, you know what, I don't care that Tyreek Hill's not there. I'm not fooled. This is Patrick Mahomes, and this is Andy Reid, and these guys are just good no matter what. I'm sending everybody as deep as possible. Um, or or he's going like, to be like, I don't – again, like I said earlier, he doesn't respect this receiving core, and he's just going to man, man and you know, try to blitz. So who knows? Um, I'm not gonna try to, you know, I'm I'm not gonna try to go on too much longer on this episode because you know I'm trying to, 
you know, watch the game um, so I can, you know, enjoy that. But I kind of want, again, I wanted to preview this. Um, not really a whole lot to talk about. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I read a report. Uh, this one lady was reporting today on NFL Network that she said that she's been around teams who have been through hurricanes. And she said that the mindset can be distracting. And I'm not sitting here saying that I want that. I want Tampa Bay to be distracted by all means because of the hurricane. I want them to be their full focus because I want this to be a great game. Um, I haven't looked at any of the spreads or money lines or anything like that. Again, I'm not really big into betting, so I could care less. I'm just about watching the game. Um, but uh, I, I just, I want to come out firing, but I want to come out also just strong. Like I want to run the ball. Like I know that that's not what we do, but (laughs) You need, we need to like just never like not give up on it. Stop running second and long. Stop doing that. We need to not do that no more. It, like teams know you're doing that. When it's you know you pass on first and ten, it's incomplete. Now you're running it on second. Now you're running it on um, either second and tens or just any second and long, and it's annoying. You know, don't again, don't even get me started on that counter that you try to run in the damn goal line. Then when you're backed up in your own freaking end zone, crazy. So, again, I I just think the play calling has been kind of, you know, just crazy. And it's just, you know, maybe and maybe also it's lack of execution. I believe that because it has this offense has not been itself since week one. The defense has been having to pick up the slack. Um, I'm going to get on our defense. Uh, we don't have McDuffie back yet. Willie Gay is still suspended. So Watson, Sneed, and Fenton will be getting most of the play. And that worries me with Fenton. That really does. I do not want anything to happen to um, to any of those guys. You know? I really don't. I um sorry, I just got an email um that just got sent to me real quick. Uh, I apologize real quick, uh, Chiefs Kingdom. But anyways, I'm worried about Fenton. He is a handsy guy. I don't think he's going to be on Mike Evans. I would not put him on Mike Evans. I'd put him on a guy like Scotty Miller or or a Beasley. Um, but leave like Sneed and, uh, you know, whoever else, um, Jalen Watson, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, Jalen Watson, you know, those guys, Mike Evans all day. No to, uh, and Julio Jones. I think Julio Jones should be back for this game. I know he's questionable. It's Julio Jones. He's not the same Julio Jones from old time, but you know, he'll get some, he'll get some catches, uh, he may have a touchdown. I would not be surprised if he did. Brady knows how to find those guys. Um, and, you know, you have maybe Fenton guards him. But, again, Fenton's just a handsy guy on unfair matchups. And he knows it. Like, when he gets beat, he just grabs. And I just don't want that. I don't want that at all. So our pass rush is going to need to get after Tom Brady. Linebackers are going to have to play sound. You know, secondary is going to have to be very, very disciplined. Pressure, pressure all day. Get at, get after Brady's face. I want Chris Jones to have at least two sacks in this game. He needs to make up for that 
bogus penalty, but kind of idiotic too for whatever he said. If he said something, um, you know, he needs to get like he needs he needs to get a couple sacks. And him and Brady kind of have like a rival. They get they get into each other's faces all the time, like they do. Him and Chris Jones do not. I don't think him and Chris Jones like each other. You know, he might say, you know, Chris Jones is a very talented player. And, you know, Chris Jones might recognize the same thing. And Chris Jones is just, he's just who he is. He's a, he's a monster on the field. He is. He's a nice guy. He is. I heard he's a very nice guy, but he's a monster on the field. Um, not, uh, and I, I was watching a little bit of that Green Bay and Tampa Bay game. And, you know, they got after that offense. That offense just just could not move the ball. You know, it was hard. And, you know, when they started to, you know, they started to, to towards the tail end. But, you know, that two-point conversion. And it just, you just think the, the connect is just off. And I know they just got Beasley, but is Beasley really Beasley? So, I don't know. It's going to be a good game. Uh, I think I think we win. Um, I think we win like 28-24. That's my score. I don't think it's going to be a super high-scoring game. Uh, I, think we, I think Mahomes throws three to four touchdowns, comes out convincingly. I think uh, they have like a quick touchdown, and they kind of come back towards the end. But we eventually just pull it out too much for them, you know, and – we kind of get some revenge uh, on Tampa Bay from that Super Bowl. I know Pat and Kelsey are licking their chops. Uh, I know I didn't really get too much detail into like X's and O's. Um, again, I tried to. I wanted to kind of just you know get this episode as quick and easy as possible. Didn't want to go too much into it. Um, but we just need to have a better game than last week. I think we will. We'll come out firing, and Mahomes and company will do their thing, and let's get this win, baby. Um, so with that being said, connect is always real.